brainwashed fucking radio, bitches. I know. You get all but her. You get all crabby, crabby. A tea bag, yeah. You can get some tea bag in. We can play some video games. How about that? You and me, we get it out. Snipe me in the head a million times. <laughs> get over it. Cry, baby. Line is being restricted to those 
codes under which the present system is operating, like COBOL and others. Uh, it's it's just not enough people to go around. Uh, the IBM alone has uh, 400 million lines of code that must be changed in order to take care of the problem. They know how to do it. They just don't well, decide. I, I got a letter. I made a request of my own bank. And I got a very interesting letter in return today. You know, the, the form kind of letter, just as Gary North said I would, which indicated they are working on the problem diligently. Uh, they are concerned about the problem. Uh, they think they'll have their problem worked out, meaning my bank, uh, by the, I think they, they said the end of this year. Maybe I'll bring the record, uh, the letter in and read it. Uh, but it, it it did not fully comfort me. And they made allusions to the fact that though they may have theirs fixed, their vendors may not. And it, it was a concerned letter. I've been in touch with Dr. North, uh, and I trust his thinking very much. Uh, he has seldom been wrong in his analyses or his predictions that I know of. Uh, he's got a remarkable record. And there are others. Uh, we could name a list of them who are catching up with him. Oh, well, there's Ed Yorton. There are many others. Uh, thank you. Uh, very well qualified in the field. And most of the serious researchers that I've talked to take this very seriously. And obviously, my <laughs> bank did. They take it very seriously. I'll see if I can grab that letter. It's in the other room. It just arrived today. On my wild card line, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, Art. Actually, my time traveler line. Oh, your time traveler line? Yes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you, you, like you sound like you're a traveler, but uh, you sound oh, yeah. like you might be on the highway. Well, I've got a machine that you have to push buttons and change levers, but unfortunately, the only time it travels is over the road. <laughs> All right, Art. Yes? Yeah. That's the only thing I got. I understand. Wrong machine. You must, well, that's all right. You're here. What did you call for? Well, um, concerning the Y-K problem. Yes. Um, uh, up here in Quebec, they sent us out a whole bunch of pamphlets with our bill. I thought this was a kind of uh, proof that it does exist um, concerning hydroelectricity or electricity in general. Uh, they said that uh, they figured that they'll have the problem fixed by mid-1999. Mm. And that uh, brown and blackout should not be a problem. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting, you know, that they put it in black and white that they do have a problem. And that at the moment they are not, you know, 2000 compliant. Yeah. No? No. Um, uh, look, it is a real problem. All right, here, I, I'm going to read. Um, I'm going to read. Let's see. Is anything say I can't read it? No. Dear Arthur W. Bell. I do appreciate your interest in the steps that Nevada State Bank is taking to avoid potential service disruptions due to the year 2000 problem. Basically, the year 2000 problem occurs because many computers, oh, well, it goes on and on about the, the digits, and then says, recognizing these concerns, our data processing affiliate, it names the company, along with Nevada State Bank, that's my bank, has formed a team of employees to work on the year 2000 issue full-time. 
We have developed an inventory of all our computer software programs and applications. Each is being reviewed, modified, if necessary, and tested. Federal regulatory agencies are requiring that all programming changes be completed by December 31st, 1998, the end of this year, I told you, in order to allow the entire year of 1999 to deal with any unexpected issues that may arise. They go on, we have also been working with our software vendors to ensure that their applications will comply. Alternate plans will be developed in the event our vendors fail to adequately address these issues. We are reviewing any concerns with our internal auditors and other regulatory agencies. And in its, they, they go on here, in its June 2nd, 97 cover story, Newsweek described a, quote, likely to happen, end quote, scenario of how this problem might affect our banking system. Some patrons may temporarily be shut out of their accounts. Electronic wire transfers may be disrupted. Fortunately, Nevada State Bank has been taking all necessary steps to ensure that we will have no experience or we will uh, fail to experience such problems, that our clients will not be inconvenienced in any way. Signed, so-and-so. So, I'm not sure exactly how comforted I am about this. I am comforted that they have a nice letter they sent to me. But the language in it is a little ambiguous, particularly with reference to their vendors. So... On our tra uh, time traveler line, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, Art. Hello. Uh, a couple things you need for verification of time travelers. Is are, are you a time traveler? Yes, of course. And, oh, okay. and I can prove it. All right. Good. What you need for verification are people that can tell you exactly what's going to happen exactly in a short period of time, right? Yes. In, in the future, of course. Yes, right? yes, yes. I can do that, Art. And you need something else, which oh, is right. a bonus. Well, let's, let's not drift away one point. Well, this is a bonus. <laughs> everyone that's ever met me in my life knows that I have ever, I'm different than every other human you'll ever meet. You are abby normal. Yeah, very abby normal. Okay. Uh, very different than any human else for that. People know my voice. They'll call up and tell you that. They'll never forget me, and I'm very different. All right. And yet they accept it. But I'm going to tell you something in the future, very short term, okay? You bet. Uh, on Saturday at 4 o'clock, I know exactly where Dr. Lear will be. The ne next Saturday, the next Saturday after that, I know exactly where Mr. Goldberg will be. They'll be at the Art Bell Jack Club in Ventura. Well, well <laughs> you know what? But you have horridly, horribly violated my... Well, I thought I should get an A for creativity art. What you get... Uh, I can't repeat on the air, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're having a hard time getting the word out here, Art, that there's even an Art Bell Jack Club in Ventura, Santa Barbara. I understand, and, uh, and I wish you well, but uh, you should have called me on another line. Well, I tried, Art, but it was busy. This one seems to have less people trying to 
and we've got it focused. Uh, the trouble is, I've noticed you've got to keep moving it because, of course, the sky is moving. So I go out every other break or so and move the camera a little bit to a good part of the sky. But when you look at those stars, those stars that are so far out there, stars that are literally hundreds, thousands, or millions of, or even billions of light years away, you are looking back through time. Vicariously, I guess, uh, looking at my webcam. We've got a good condition for looking at this kind of thing here in the desert when it is clear. And it is clear. So, would there be time travelers from here or elsewhere? Yes, indeed. Can we get them to call us? Yes, indeed. And therefore, I seal off one line totally for time travelers. Now, uh, you've got to be the button-pushing, lever-pulling, uh, machine time travelers. You cannot be one who has lucid dreams and that sort of thing. <laughs> I'm looking for the real <laughs> time travelers. And on my wild card line, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, Art Bell. Yes, do you qualify? I have, a, I have a story to tell you that I think you might be. First time callers call area 702 No, All right, now see, you already messed up. At least in this timeline, you messed up because you're not allowed to give your last name. Oh, sir, I'm very sorry. I'm just very excited that I just discovered your phone number. All right, Jameson is your name. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Jameson, when are you from? I'm from the year 2035. What are you doing here? Well, what I can tell you is that I'm speaking to you from the year 2035 through a vortex. Oh, you mean you are not in my time? I'm in the year 2035 as we're speaking. Right Harvey. now? Yes, sir. Oh, that's excellent. Listen, I am a research student at the University of Minnesota in the year 2035. And your met, your, I listened to, to your broadcast with Dr. Bruce. In my classroom, they have that on the archives. In the archives, yeah. It's the most amazing For real. thing. And much of what he says is true. It's true about the men in black. It's true about the visitors. The government, it's all there. And the scary thing is, there's so few people know about it that my phone call to you right now could be such a dangerous contact. Discovering this phone number open to time travelers was the greatest breakthrough I've ever had in my life. All right, all right. Slow down. Tell me what you can about the year 2035. What is it like? Well, very much of the, your time now is a tropical information paradise. You have access to libraries and information freely, and you can speak to each other in a global way. Yes. It's so free right now, and there's so much to, that you can easily take for granted, and I, I can't even know how to blame you because you're there, and, and you don't even know how it becomes. To, do, to blame us for what? What what has changed when you are? Yep. All I can tell you is President Clinton, he's probably the last elected president. If, if history doesn't change with this phone call, he will be. The last elected president you ever have is the people. And the, the overthrow of the world power and the, and, the, and the mass integration of the people dissipates through all sorts of... of I'm just learning about these things in my classes. I'm having such a hard time. It's history to me. But today it's so much more oppressed. The way things are, like not even love.
2035 is controlled. You're saying it's some kind of police state. The factual farm after the Congress oh, is uplifted. This is 1999. You mean after Congress? It's so simple. Oh, if I were to tell you, it might shock you, but it's so simple it's the way it happened. No, 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 no. It's all right. Does uplifted mean dissolved? Well, they tell us it's suspended, but it just seems like it's been it's been 40 years now, and it just doesn't seem like it's anything changing. It's just becoming more and more cut off, and, and the people are becoming broken up more and more, and the schools are becoming... They try to conform you so much. It's, it's just the freedom is... You just seem like it's all pre-made. Well, that's a pretty bleak future. There's still, there's still friendship, and there's still love, and... The good, I believe, will overcome. And the faith is what, what pulls you through to have a faith in something, whatever it is. In what manner are you able to place a phone call from one time to another? Well, through my research as a student, I discovered a unit that was placed by, by one of the government travelers. Who, through, your, through your liberating program, we were to actually hear something about and things were able to, were able to click with my own theories. And, what limited things we can figure out as truth. That is remarkable. Um, may I ask about a couple of things? Uh, everybody today is worried about this Y2K problem that looms on us all. Does that turn out to be, as you understand it in history, uh, a big problem or not? Can you tell me a little bit more about it? It's a Y2K itself doesn't about from what I know. Oh, it doesn't. Well, then it could not have been a big deal. It is otherwise called the Millennium Bug, which is supposed to crash computers in the year 2000. Oh, I think it, I think there's some sort of large conspiracy with the computers, but it turned out to just be hype. Yep. <laughs> yep. But I don't remember exactly what it was. If, yep. if it was that, I don't want to shoot anything down, but I remember some sort of it might have, I think it was, it did have something to do with the year 2000. All right, what kind of government structure do you now have if you don't have an effective Congress? Well, and you don't have the United States is the longest thing that's ever existed, and it's, I wish so much that what we had today was more based on the fundamentals and the ethics that is in the United States itself. Well, listen, I sure do appreciate your call. It's uh, talk about a long-distance call. This is a real winner. Actually, if, I think if somehow this were found out, I'd be in a lot of trouble. You think so? Yeah. You well, think it's one of those deals where you should not even be talking to us? You know what? At first, I was so terrified of it, but I feel like even if I were to be killed any moment now, yes. it would, if it does anything for time, if it does anything for what becomes, it was so worth it. Well, all right, yeah. you have, what advice do you have for the people in uh, 1998? Hold on to your faith, educate yourself as intensely as possible, and keep an ear to the ground, and keep an eye on what's happening, and act, and don't be afraid. Now, there you are in 2035. Do you imagine or know that events could uh, unfold in a very different way, changing the future? Or do you think that what I is going to happen? the power of the people that you have assembled in your great country that's been around longer than any empire. I mean, well, it hasn't at when I'm talking to you, but I believe that if it's fluorescent, it's 500 years fluorescent, 
And then, well, I know it's a very cherished thing, and the society of the people is what's powerful about your country. And the power of the people is what you have very strongly, and that is strong enough to overcome any kind of oppression. In All right. Area. All right. I appreciate the call. Thank you. From the year 2035, Jameson. Gosh, I wonder if that is what it's going to be like. If President Clinton is going to be, be the last elected president, if the Congress will ascend to kind of a figurehead Real position, and we would live virtually in today what we would certainly consider to be a police state. Obama couldn't be considered as One president. likely future. Trump. All right, we'll be uh, right back. See now, I need a motorized mount for my uh, my outside super cam, my night vision cam, because the sky changes. So that means I've got to go out just about every break and refocus on a good part of the sky. <laughs> Live and learn. We experiment with new technology. All right. On my time traveler line, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Bell. Uh, well, that's a nice deep voice you've got there. Well, thank you. When are you from? Well, um, as I uh, as I was saying kind of earlier to my companion, uh, that's, uh, that's somewhat hard to pinpoint. Uh, however, uh, probably the closest I can come is about 30, 50. 30, 50. That sure is a long time from now. Yes, it is. My name uh, is Nightcloud. Nightcloud. Yes, sir. And uh, I have various other names. I've been known as, as various other names. Nightcloud actually sounds like a Native American name. So it's interesting that you would say that. In fact, uh, uh, the name itself does have um, some historic roots. Uh, certainly, and in fact, some, some roots that I'm sure you're very aware of, Anasazi origin. I will look. Uh, how did you get here from 3050? Well, in 3050, it's, uh, it's really a, a relatively simple matter. Uh, the things that uh, are being discovered and have uh, recently been discovered in, in uh, current Earth history, um, 1990s, uh, and, and really we can, we can go back even further uh, to the 1930s. Uh, however, various discoveries that have taken place in your time uh, that you are currently living in uh, yes. uh, the dimension that what, what we would what we would refer to as the third uh, dimension. Yes, I'm 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 using so much energy now uh, just being here on the third. I'm, I'm I'm much more familiar with the with what you would and you're saying it requires a, a great deal of energy to yes, remain sir. here. Oh yes, yes indeed. Uh, Dr. Goldberg uh, uh, is is not who he would um, claim he is. Uh -huh. Dr. Goldberg is, in fact, uh, one, of, one of many uh, who... I got, I got a whole bunch of faxes like that that said Dr. Goldberg knew too much. He exactly. obviously is not who he says he, he is. No, he isn't. And, in fact, he is what we, 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 what we refer to as ourselves. What we travel on, what you know, 1998, third dimension, what you know as wormholes, uh, which we in in the later 3000s 
And this is really neat. She is neat. It's basically clear where I am, but obviously over Las Vegas there lingers some clouds and lightning, and occasionally uh, you actually see uh, the sky light up like crazy from the lightning. But you also see an occasional star, and you see some things moving across the field of vision as well. Now, you've got to understand that I'm looking at this in real time, and you're only getting a frame capture about every 30 seconds. I wish I could be sending you real-time video. But you can see a phone pole in the picture. You can see one support for my antenna. You can see the mountain between here in Las Vegas uh, quite clearly outlined, and you can certainly see the clouds over Las Vegas. It's pretty neat. Hit star 69 on your phone <laughs> and see if you can call back the guy in the year 2035. Now, oh, would shit. that be something or what? Damn, do it, do it. Dave in Pompano Beach, Florida. I hadn't thought about that. We are taking calls from time travelers tonight. And if you are one of those, we have set aside a specific number. <laughs> This time, it is the wild card line at area code 702-727-1295. Now, if I get a really good time traveler, a really chatty time traveler, a good time traveler, a really chatty time traveler, I may, in fact, allow some questions allow my time traveler to in effect be interviewed here on the air by some of you so we'll see as the night progresses in the meantime i have a young lady on the line uh, who's telling me about what she thinks the world is coming to and rather quickly studies from the rush niche is that correct uh, yes rush niche and you think firmly we are headed toward a one world government? Um, well, you know, I think the Chinese have a saying that if you keep on going in the direction you're going, you're going to end up where you're going or something like that. I think it's pretty clear where, which direction we're headed in right now. Uh, I understand that the idea of one world government is really scary. However, Rajneesh has a couple of ideas that I, that I believe would make a real difference. Number one, moving from the mob, excuse me, the mobocracy, which we now have, yes. to a meritocracy, where people who want to run for government must complete certain educational criteria, as well as the people who want to vote. So far, that takes us up to 2286. I mean, we can look into the past from our Europe 98. Mm -hmm. What we need you for is to tell us what's coming. Oh well. Uh, in what respect would you be interested in anything oh, at all? Sorry. Anything, no question, unanswered. All right, all right. Um, for starters, describe what our future is to be in the year you have come from. Well, I go in a uh, what I'd like to call a uh, transconnected loop, uh, so I can get back, of course, to the timeline dimension I left originally. Back and forth. And through that, I can get as far only as I 
I can travel only as far into the future as I will exist in my next lifetime or the one after that. If I don't exist in this dimension in the next lifetime, I can't go in that far. In other words, okay, I think I understand. Yes. You can only travel in my lifetime. Uh, in your lifetime or your next lifetime, if it should be in this right. dimension. And so far, that takes us up to 2286. 2286. Well, that right. will be. That'll do. Mm -hmm. um, what can you tell us about 1998, specifically July forward? From July of 1998 to 84. Yeah. The most important thing is uh, to realize the uh, un uh, unusual uh, role of political issues. Uh, apparently, all you seem to need is a, a media perspective, and everyone seems to say, well, this must be the way it is. But you must realize what will change most in the future, starting in 1999, for example, is that uh, as more time goes on, it will be clear that the media is creating the false sense that Bill Clinton, for example, or the United States is in control of the world, when in fact they never have been. And it will ultimately be revealed that, in fact, the British Empire never even ended in the first place. Mm -hmm. And it still continues in this day. With London, of course, being the center where the Illuminati is actually located uh, today. The Illuminati. Mm -hmm. Established in 1776. And the mm. Illuminati controls everything? No. Uh, the Illuminati are like what you would think of as in-between, go-between, between the Pleiadians and the Freemasons. The Freemasons are located in London, actually, their main headquarters, our world headquarters. And then that would make the United States, from 1815 onward, a, uh, like a province of uh, Great Britain for all practical purposes. And everyone knows this as elected president. And there will be documents released in the 21st century to even prove this. That's one of the things they've got classified above top secret now. There is something that I, I wish to ask you about. Anything at all. Anything. Fine. Um, as you all know, our President Kennedy was assassinated uh, in Dallas. Unfortunately. And many of the files that relate to that assassination have been sealed for 50 years. Some 70. Some 70. We would like to know what it is we don't know about that assassination that will be revealed when these files are opened. Well, I can tell you everything. Uh, but I will also tell you that there are some aspects that will never be revealed because the people sealing them do not understand the whole thing. But there's a dual aspect to the Kennedy assassination. It's also tied in with the Robert Kennedy assassination in one respect. And that is, is that um, the CIA did not do it. And neither did any other government agency. Uh, it was done by a coalition of British intelligence and national security agents that were not part of the main group that had decided that if they had not killed Kennedy by the end of 1963 or by the beginning of 1964, they knew that he would be responsible for accidentally causing a nuclear war in his next term. Really? Yes. And the proof was that Robert McNamara, he delivered the proof that unintentionally killed Kennedy because 
I bet they did with. And if anyone out there is wondering why they were UFOs that were uh, sighted along with the Apollo mission, it was because that the Palladians were trying to protect the astronauts coming and going from the moon from other uh, extraterrestrials or extra-dimensionals that would have, would have been hostile, including the ones that nuked an alternate Earth that McNamara was double was uh, lucky enough to escape from. Barely, apparently. Hmm. Unusual, but all provable within your lifetime. All right. Um, we are now having a great deal of discussion about the Y2K problem. Yes, that's a very serious situation. So it is real. Oh, it's real, all right. What happens January 1st, 2000? Uh, well, <laughs> some people are, are that take it seriously will personally, you know, they can personally get ready for it. But for those corporations that believe, you know, it's hype. It's all, remember that guy claimed it was all hype. Well, remember that guy from the future said his name is Steve, and we have had him call before, and I'm going to let a couple of you, I think, speak with Steve and ask questions. Let's try that. Steve, are you still there? I am present. All right, good. Um, let's uh, take a couple of calls and see what people say. East of the Rockies, you're on the air with Steve, the time traveler. Hello there. Going once, going twice. Gone. West of the Rockies, you're on the air with Steve. No, you're not. Now you are. Hello there. Hello. Yeah, oh, I see what I'm doing. Hello there. Hello. Hi. You're on the air with Steve. Yes. Do you have any questions for him? I, well, I wanted to ask about... Yes? Well... Oh, you have your radio on, don't you? Well, no, I have it down. I didn't understand what he was saying about his time travel. Huh. What aspect? What do you mean? I'm talking about the Area 51 thing. Uh, Area 51? I don't think he's even mentioned it. I thought yep. that he did it like in the first part of his conversation. Steve? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's where the supercomputer is going to rescue everything if everything goes very bad at Y2K. But, uh, yeah, there was an original time strip out there, but it was illegally constructed. It was the RPM, Roswell Proton Module, mm -hmm. but that was at, that was left there in 1947. It was not meant to be discovered to the 23rd century, and uh, because it was a danger and it needed to be protected and kept until the time it was meant to be used, uh, there's been a lot of Palladian <laughs> activity at that base, and what better place to locate uh, the Palladian technology needed to send somebody like me into the future to keep checking up on things being done today. Every little thing you do today makes the future a little different, and it causes variations. And when you have a plan, or in this case a new plan, and you want the future to turn out a certain way, then you have to keep changing little things. And then when you change things unintentionally, you want to go up and check and then come back and redo it if it's that turns out in a way that you don't want. All right. Um, east of the Rockies, you're on the air with Steve, the time traveler. Hello? Hello. Ardell. Yes. Great. Hey, I uh, listened to a, uh, a guy you had on there about Area 51 some time ago. Yes. Was... I've, got, I've got a guest now. Are you calling to ask him a question? 
think I'm going to end it after this weekend, and this is already, what, uh, Thursday. <laughs> so not much time. Uh, you should keep calling until you get through. The number is 1-800-864-7991. I'll give that one more time. one 800 Pretty much it is for those blood-minded motherfuckers only, you know.
into the arms of Ipos Light. The sheer shore, shrift of the shore, Christ is risen. They come to the cross too late, but it's much too late to welcome the Ipos Light. Branch Salah, Cataclysm or salvation or nothing. How terrible if we are snuffed out with just the momentary mark of smoke to our passing. So we stand milky in the light. Is this all there is? Is this all? Surrounds us, unnoticed, we're drowned by the loss of the light.
Brainwash Radio, hope you guys are doing great, wonderful, amazing, whatever, just bored out of your mind, I don't know, picking your butthole, picking your nose, sticking your hand down your throat or your, your one of your holes, I don't know, but you're listening to clairvoyance into oblivion, ooh, love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
into the song, so that's cool, got three minutes left. say that when you were younger take a photo it's gonna last longer but nowadays they do it <laughs> it's kind of sad but true <clears throat> oh shit oh dang you're all up in the brain i'm talking to the marketing director right now she has no libido guys make her feel better oh, there's a black pre-recording 
gonna be on. That's gonna be on in like uh, December. This one right here. Yeah. <coughs> yeah.
Psalm 23, let's put it that way. Why don't you go read it? Psalm 23. The whole chapter. Psalm 23. But he is silent. Like Pfizer Brown. But he is silent. Blacks and 
apples and grains, all the pretty little horsey, all the pretty little horsey. burn some eggs and then uh, read the scripture and the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. So if you guys would like to go to Psalm 23 and go ahead and read. That's Brainwash Radio's uh, theme song. Let's go back to Someday by Clairvoyant. I was talking to the script. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta call you back. I gotta call you back because I'm on ten percent. I need to charge my phone. What's the what's the update on the Western now? Yeah, you could read it real quick. Yeah, I'm on ten percent though. So if it cuts out, I'll let you know. Nope. I got an unknown phone. Oh.
Every day. Every day, girl. It's the same thing. That's what the lyrics are. Yes, that's the whole lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm charging it now. I'll call you back though. Alright, alright. You're on the brain, bitches.
That's all we have for this segment. Tune in next time, guys. Cheers. Shots out of my brain I'm in the fight to win Not to complain
always do this. Every single time, never fails. Okay, here we go. Let's 
be loving that shit right on the grooves oh yeah
Time for one more, bitches. This is the resin. Thank you. 